0: Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
1: Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: What is going on, everybody? It is Mike Cadlick here for WEI and for Odyssey Sports, back with another edition of the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Make every moment more. Over at FanDuel, we're back. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Stat Day. We're back to talk about the numbers that help tell the story of the Patriots game from this past weekend, a 20-17 to loss to the Las Vegas Raiders out in Sin City on Sunday, a game where um, I would say the Patriots looked a little bit more competitive than they have uh, over the last couple games. Obviously, they had lost their last two matchups by a combined total of 72-3, to so... Um, The fact that it was a one possession game sort of speaks for itself, Uh, but we're going to get into the stats and more so um, some things that really explain why this team sits at one and five through six weeks and looks more so like a tanking um, miserable, maybe a little strong, but you know, a team that's sort of just fallen by the wayside here and six weeks in um, is looking more so like they're looking forward to the 2024 NFL draft rather than the 2023 Um, postseason so the first number we're going to start with it's 2.4 and that is uh, according to NFL's next gen stats that is the intended air yards per attempt that Mac Jones um, has this season so uh, the ball is only intended to go 2.4 air yards um, with every attempt that he makes on average so um, that says a lot, obviously. Um, it tells you, one, that they're not trying to throw the ball downfield. They're really trying to get the ball out of his hands and into playmakers' hands, which, in theory, uh, is something Mac Jones has always sort of talked about. That's what he likes about being a quarterback and a field general is, you know, he's predicated you know, he's he makes his smart decisions. He makes his reads. He knows what's happening pre-snap, post-snap, gets the ball out of his hands and gets it to his playmakers. The problem here is uh, that's not really working in Foxborough. They're scoring, uh, I believe, I want to say, like, anywhere from 12 to 15 points per game now on average Um, so that you know that 2.4 air yards per attempt uh, clearly showing that that uh, is not working Um, the fact that he likes to get the ball out of space and into his playmaker's hands not really going according to plan the other thing it tells you is that he's getting the ball out really quick Um, he is under pressure every single play every single game just about here through six weeks the offensive line in front of him is not great uh, it starts and it ends with the offensive line, not only in New England but in football in general. And that's sort of my working theory, working um, prognosis, if you will, over uh, the last six weeks in New England. But also, really, this weekend, I I sort of took a, a bigger picture approach to it, and I talked about it on here. I talked about it on some other podcasts um, that or I talked about. It, yeah, on the Six Rings feed, on um, on the post game show where. I'm watching college football this weekend, and I'm watching Caleb Williams, and I'm watching USC, and this is supposed to be the best offense in college football with the best quarterback in the nation, and he can't do anything and make anything happen. He's rushed. He throws three interceptions. He's running around with a chick like a chicken with his head cut off because USC's uh, front five can't block up Notre Dame's front seven, and uh, he's toast, and so when the best quarterback in the nation can't even do it without a good offensive line in front of him, how is Mac Jones supposed to be able to do it? And I know that there's a lot of these people talk about, you know, Mac apologists and guys who just apologize for everything, Mac Jones. And I, maybe I've sort of been lumped, lumped into that a little bit, but look, he hasn't been great and he's been making some poor decisions, but it all, you know, this decline of Mac Jones's play starts with the offensive line in front of him. And it just goes to show it with, again, this 2.4 yards per attempt, um, total air yards, according to NFL's next-gen stats. So uh, getting back into that, I just want to loop some more numbers. Um, these ones aren't actually statistics. These are just numbers, and it's 59 and 75. And those are the jersey numbers of Vidarian Lowe and Connor McDermott. So I found this interesting when I was down in Fox Bar on Tuesday. There's a new number 75 on the field for the Patriots, And it was Connor McDermott, the player who was here in camp, who the Patriots re-signed this offseason. He ended up being placed on IR, released with an injury settlement. And now he's back. He was signed to New England's practice squad uh, on Tuesday. And this is a player in Connor McDermott who started six games for the Patriots last season, someone who Bill Belichick said in a press conference last year, thank God we have him. So they really leaned on him to come in and sort of Fixed the fire that was along their offensive line last year. I think this is sort of the same break glass in cage of emergency approach here uh, that the Patriots are doing. Because Vidarian Lowe uh, has not been good on the right side. And um, he's come in, the Patriots traded I think either a 6th or a 7th round pick for him. Um, Whether it was a pick swap, I can't remember. This was at the end of training camp. Again, when McDermott went on IR and when they were making their final roster decisions, uh, Vidarian Lowe was involved and ended up making the roster but he has not been good on the right side protecting Mac Jones he was the culprit of uh, Max Crosby this weekend he was um, put on him on an island really and that goes to coaching too which will you know we'll get to all that here but um, it looks like the Patriots might try and make a, a change and a decision at right tackle and I think um, if McDermott can get up to speed here uh, that he might be starting at right tackle as soon as this coming Sunday against Buffalo we'll see but that's just an added wrinkle to that last one with the uh with the offensive line and where they might be come Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Um, another stat, another uh, set of numbers here, it's 10 for 89, and that is what Kendrick Bourne did um, on Sunday against the Raiders. That was the one shining star, the one bright side, if you will, of this Patriots offensive output of 17 points was Kendrick Bourne looked awesome. Uh, they gave him the ball, they got on the ball in space, running after the catch. He had an awesome, like, 35-plus reception where... You know He broke a few tackles, was able to knife upfield, wasn't doing anything you know, jitter-jattering, anything stupid. It was knife, move, make a man miss, and get upfield. So Kendrick Bourne, I thought, was awesome. Um, I, he's really the one receiver that Mac Jones has, I'd say, full trust in and someone who um, really makes this offense really go when they get him going. So I would love to see more of that down the stretch. Um, but the reason I also bring up Kendrick Bourne is because he is going to be uh, someone the Patriots could get value on here on the trade market as the NFL's trade deadline approaches um, coming up on Halloween, October 31st. I think depending on where this franchise wants to go in the coming weeks and really the coming years, depending on, you know, if they, if they are going to move on for Bill Belichick, if they are going to appoint a Gerard Mayo, or if they are going to keep Matt Groh in the front office, like those decisions are being made right now with the trade deadline coming up, because you have guys like a Kendrick Warren, like a Josh UJ, like a Mike Onwenu, Kyle Duggar, Hunter Henry, all in contract years with this team. And, if they're not you know, buying in this season and going to be buyers and going for it all, which at 1-5, and five, how can you be? They're going to have to start making decisions on their contract players because if they start letting these guys go next this offseason, this coming offseason, and they didn't try and get anything for them at the trade deadline, that's just mismanagement, poor roster management. So um, good side, Kendrick Bourne looks good, bad side. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him uh, shipped off the roster in the coming weeks. Uh, another number, another statistic that is jarring, and it puts – Um, less blame on the offense I guess Um, not so much less blame on the offense let me rephrase that but it also loops the defense into this thing the Patriots the New England Patriots this season have a negative eight turnover differential that is tied for last in the NFL with the Cleveland Browns negative eight turnover differential last season the New England Patriots who went eight and nine and were one game away from the playoffs finished top five in the NFL with a plus seven turnover differential so Even when the offense was sort of, you know, had their mishaps last season and there was turnovers and there was mistakes and there was fumbles, the defense was making their plays. They kept them in games. They had, I think, I think Kyle Duggar had three defensive touchdowns last season, I think you know, he had, you know, four or five turnovers on the season. Everybody, they were turning the ball over left and right on that defense. Touchdowns, making plays. I think that, not Kyle Dover himself, I think the whole defense had three touchdowns, but, you know, that's beside the point. The defense made their plays, they were getting theirs, and they were really helping the offense, you know, come out of that struggle bus that they were in all last season, and they just haven't pulled their weight this year on on that front. So, um, look, I know you can't rely on the defense to just you know pull it out of their behind and be the turnover machine while the offense isn't doing their part but uh, I did I thought that was interesting that not only is the offense turning the ball over but the defense isn't getting theirs like they did a season ago and that also obviously has to do with Matthew Judon being out Christian Gonzalez being out um, some new guys having to step in but uh, defense as bad as the offense has been defense certainly not pulling their weight in the turnover battle either Um, final number I want to get to before we go on this uh, quick header edition of Six Rings and Football Things, uh, it's one percent. Uh, the New York Times every year does a playoff simulator. Um, I believe it just came out earlier this week. They they sort of wait to get in all the data. Um, they do a playoff simulator. You can sort of mix and match and play with. And they, you know, if you if this team wins this week, this team loses this week, you can you know pull out the whole schedule from here on out. But as things currently sit right now, at least according to the New York Times data, the Patriots have. Less than one percent chance uh, of making the postseason, and we talked about the postseason numbers a few weeks ago here on this Wednesday episode. I think the Patriots were at thirteen percent or something after a one and two start, whatever it was. And um, I find it interesting because that's sort of the the barometer that was sort of the 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 poll that Robert Kraft wanted to see from this team was. Uh, making the postseason. He said he would be happy with a postseason win. He didn't care, or a postseason appearance. He didn't care about Don Shula. He didn't care about, didn't sound like he cared about, you know, Bill Belichick's legacy here. He wants to win now, and he doesn't care about player accolades or player stats. He cares about winning football games. And so uh, the Patriots clearly aren't doing that right now. They're 1-5. in five. They have, according to the New York Times, you know, playoff simulator 8, just a 1% chance at making the postseason. So, um, you know, talking about these, all these numbers that I just listed off the the air yards per attempt and the Kendrick born 10 for 89 and the trade deadline and the turnover different like decisions need to be made and they need to be made now about this team and with the 1% chance to make the postseason um, look they're not going you know, to fire Bill Belichick they're not going to move on from in the midseason I've gone over this back and forth in my own head over the last few weeks as this team you know really sort of started falling into the ground the more I think about it, the more I realize that Bill Belichick is entrenched in everything this team does. He's entrenched in, you know, from the front office to the scouting department to the food these players eat every day. Like, Bill is involved in everything. And if, if Robert got mad enough to go and just, you know, kick him to the curb, the whole thing would fall apart within hours because nobody would have a boss. Nobody would know what to do. And so it would be tough for this team to rebound. I think that when a decision is made and when something is figured out in the future of this franchise, it's going to have to be mutual. It's going to have to be um, relatively friendly, if you will. And uh, they're going to have to make it happen. Uh, and there's going to be layers to it. So I think those that process is probably already putting into place considering they're one in five. And you know, it looks like Belichick has sort of, you know, lost his way here a little bit. And I don't think that's a hot take anymore. I think we've seen it um, over the last three weeks on the football field. So uh, again, 1% chance to make it in the postseason tells me that Uh, things are going to be starting to turn down at one Patriot place. So again, 1% chance of making the postseason a negative eight turnover differential this year, which is tied for last in the NFL, Um, a quick 10 for 89 stat line from Kendrick Bourne in Vegas this weekend. That sort of doesn't maybe bode well for his future here as a Patriot, because he is going to be a candidate at the trade deadline, Um, 59 and 75, the Jersey numbers of Darian low and Connor McDermott looks like they're going to be making a switch on the offensive line. Um, potentially because, among many things, the Patriots are currently only intending 2.4 air yards per attempt um, on the season. So, a lot to fix, a lot to get to. Uh, even though they're 1-5, in five, a lot to cover with the rest of this Patriot season moving forward, and we'll have you covered for it all here on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast for, again, WEEI 2400 Sports and for Odyssey Sports. So, Uh, I am Mike Cadlick. That is it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back with you tomorrow for a Six Rings preview of the Patriots and Buffalo Bills game. We'll have you just about every day here on the feed, so make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to all things Patriots here on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. We're powered by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Um, And again, hopefully this thing turns around a little bit. But if not, read my column that I posted yesterday on WEI.com about all the things that you can look forward to for the rest of this Patriots season. So until tomorrow, be well, and thanks for listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.